Hello, catfish people. Welcome to the Peter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Well, hello, folks. Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope everybody is having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening. We are up to podcast 20-something. Not sure exactly where we're at right now. Uh, I think it's in the 25, 26, 27 range. I've got a few of them, as I call it, on the shelf, ready to go, and i got a few of them taped. So this one's going to be somewhere. Hadn't quite made it to 30 yet, but... Uh, It's fast approaching, trying to keep uh, these going out at least once a week, and uh, sometimes another one if something's breaking or something different going on. So, uh, yeah, I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, You can listen to the podcast. I don't know how you came across it. Uh, I've got links on my website directly to it through Anchor, and if you go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com, right there on the opening page, there's links to the podcast. It's on Anchor, but it's also on all the other popular podcast sites out there. Uh, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, all of them. I should know all of them, but it's on all of them. So uh, you can pretty much listen to it on whatever your favorite one is that you subscribe to. Uh, And if you would do me a favor, wherever you listen to it, if there's a way to rank it, please take the time to do that. It helps uh, throwing out a good comment. Uh, giving it five stars, no stars, whatever you think it deserves, goes a long way to help getting this thing promoted and ranked. And uh, that helps with uh, just getting the word out there about the podcast and keeping it going. This is kind of an experiment for me. Uh, I'm committed to it to uh, see how it goes and see how I like it and see how it works. So far, I love doing them. Uh, It's a little different than doing the videos. any of y'all that may or may not know, I started out with Dieter Melhorn Fishing on YouTube. That's kind of how I got into this whole little world and uh, decided to start doing the podcast because the podcast is a good way to deliver a different type of information and uh, information to the folks out there. A uh, little different way of consuming, where you consume it, how you listen, and it's just helps. It's just totally different. Uh, it's like radio. So uh, I have no experience doing this. Uh, so bear with me and uh, give me your grace there and uh, <laughs> figuring it out as I go. Uh, some of the stuff that gave me the confidence to do it was some of the fishing videos and some of the live feeds. It's just a bunch of jaw jacking and talking and uh, I kind of got comfortable with hearing myself talk and talking to nobody in front of me. So this kind of works, uh, you know, works. That's the same kind of world. So that's kind of what I'm getting around to. So, yeah, uh, if you have time, leave comments there. You can also go to Dieter Melhorn Fishing on Facebook. I always put a link to the podcast when they come up on Dieter Melhorn Fishing on Facebook. And you can leave comments under there, too. Love to get the feedback. The feedback gives me ideas for other podcasts and for changing things and doing stuff different, all that kind of stuff. So, I love the feedback, love the interaction. Some of you have taken the time to reach out to me via email. And you can do that also on my website, Dieter Melhorn Fishing. There's a contact section on there. And, uh, yeah, if you got some ideas from stu- for some stuff, send it out to me. As a matter of fact, somebody sent me today's topic. We're going to talk about a little catfish lingo. What is drifting for catfish? And uh, somebody sent me that. It asked a question. I said, you know what, I'm going to do it in a podcast and talk about it. Uh, I've done some videos on it. Videos are great for showing. 
uh, videos are not real good for explaining in long detail, at least the way I do them. So uh, you'll have to forgive me for that. But I think I'm going to talk about it here, work on doing it in some videos. And uh, we'll kind of go over that. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today is what is drifting for catfish? Uh, if you're new to fishing, you probably heard the term. Uh, it is, it, 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 if you're young, it is not the same as getting in a small sports car and going sliding around curves and around the parking lot at the mall. Little different kind of drifting that we do. Uh, our drifting is uh, a lot slower, uh, first of all, no, in all seriousness. What drifting is, is basically moving in a boat to catch catfish. I've said there are two ways to catch catfish from a boat. You're either anchored or you're moving. One of the two. Uh, and in the world of moving, anchor's kind of obvious. you got anchors out, you're pretty much staying in place. In the moving side of the equation, there's a couple, a few different things, I should say, that will make your boat move. Uh, one is... A trolling motor, a motor, even a big motor. Uh, anytime you use any type of motor pr to propel the boat, you are technically trolling uh, because you're using a motor to move the boat. Now, it creates basically the same effect. A lot of the principles are the same as drifting, but uh, technically you're trolling. Now, the other thing that you can do to move the boat is using current if you are in a lake or a river that has current, you can drift with the current. Uh, that presents some different strategies and tactics for catching fish, uh, but it's a way to cover water while in a boat, uh, while not using a trolling motor. So that falls into the drifting category. Uh, the other thing you can do drifting is drifting with the wind. Uh, this is something that was... Uh, Pretty much perfected on the Santee Cooper Lakes, which are known for their wind. Very large bodies of water in South Carolina. Uh, I forget how many thousands of acres. They're huge. Eight, nine miles across. It's like a bay, uh, a small sea. And uh, pretty much always got some wind out there. Uh, but there are times you don't have it, and that's when the trolling method came in. But uh, that's what they kind of perfected down there was drifting with the wind and uh, it's another way to cover water so that's kind of the difference in the terms there uh all of them generally i say all of them might be a little too encompassing but in all of them or most of the time you're dragging baits and what i mean by that is using some type of a rig uh texas rig santee rig uh, some other type of rig to drag the baits along the bottom. Usually what happens is a sinker maintains contact with the bottom, and then depending on the type of rig, the bait is somewhere up off the bottom, anywhere from a couple inches to several feet. Uh, that is the dragging uh, end of dragging baits. Um, now, while you're drifting, you can also have suspended baits. Uh, which means these are baits that are up in the water column. Uh, they can be suspended by a bobber, a float, a balloon, some type of buoyant device that stays on the surface and puts the bait at an exact depth down in the water. 
And some people will free line baits out. Uh, that's basically putting them on a line with a swivel and a piece of leader and a hook. And these baits are just cast out behind the boat. They're out there freely in the water column at whatever depth uh, they happen to be at, depending on the weight of your line, whether you add a little sink or whatever. So those are some other methods that come into play in these methods of propulsion, I guess you would say, that actually move the boat in this moving end of fishing. Um, what will happen is in discussions, especially if you get in a group of people, a tournament, a club, online, you will see these terms get mixed and minced together and interchanged and sometimes that can get a little confusing um, i've said before that uh, you know sometimes clarifying these terms really helps uh, especially if you're new uh, to catching catfish from a boat and trying to figure out what you're doing because not everything is always the same for all of them one thing that does stay the same in any type of moving to catch catfish, trolling, dragging, drifting, is slowing the boat down. And that is one universal thing that you will have to figure out a way to do. Um, if you've watched any of my YouTube fishing videos and I'm drifting or dragging, you'll always hear me say half mile an hour. Uh, half mile an hour is a very good rule of thumb. If you can keep it at a half mile an hour, uh, even when it's cold, even when it's hot, you'll do pretty good. Uh You'll also hear me say that when you're drifting, dragging, trolling, you can always go too fast, but you can never go too slow. And that is something, another kind of tried and true and a truism, if you will, of fishing for catfish from a moving boat. So keep those two things in mind. Now, one thing I will say is don't get too hung up on the type of rig, the type of line, any of that stuff, uh, especially when you're starting out. Uh, once you've been doing it for a while, you'll find out what works for you. And that's a big thing that I tell people in doing this. Uh, it, it's not like there's a right way, this exact way you got to do it. And if you don't figure out what that secret is, you'll never catch fish. It's not true. Um, there are basically a lot of variations and a lot of variables out there that you can use and utilize uh, uh zach royce who fishes down on lake gasson uh had two previous north carolina state record catfish uh i've spoke with him before and about his fishing rigs how he fishes we basically fish the same way but there's some subtle differences in what we do how we do it does that make one better or worse than the other no it's just what works for each individual, how much you want to put into it, how little you want to put into it. That's where the big differences are. Now, again, there are some things that are pretty much you got to stick to, and that's trolling, drifting speed. Uh, while you may catch a fish going really fast, generally speaking, it's not going to happen. You got those speeds you got to deal with. That is that is one thing that you you got to kind of keep under control there, but. Rigs, line, whether you're fishing with braid, whether you're fishing with mono, they're all going to catch fish. All the different rigs are going to catch fish. Uh, and like I said, you will find things as you fish that will work better for the type of water you're fishing and where you're fishing. Now, one of the big variables is going to be whether you're fishing rivers 
are lakes, and that drifting is going to change totally from drifting in a river to drifting in a lake. Uh, drifting in a lake, like I said before, is typically controlled by wind or a trolling motor uh, to get the boat moving. Very seldom does current play a part in unless you're in upper reaches and then you're really into the river sections. You guys that fish rivers, I've got a different ball game uh, in uh, just the way current works and how fast the current is and slowing the boat down. A lot of people will drift to a certain speed and then they are trying to do some type of bottom bouncing or something to where they have more control over the speed of the boat. And about the only way to do this is to troll upstream. You're basically trolling at that point uh, using a motor to uh, move the boat. A lot of guys will do it upstream at a pretty slow speed. Rule of thumb, I've heard I don't do a lot of river trolling or, or dragging or bottom bouncing or anything in rivers. Usually I'm anchored up for the rivers that we fish. Uh, we usually end up fishing structure, but a lot of people, the guys that are good, can catch and kill some fish doing that. And that's a different technique. I won't go into a lot of description on, but boat speed's going to come into play, especially when you get into some of those higher current speeds. Uh, you know, a lot of that is, that's where the bottom bouncing, picking baits up, feeling that bottom with them. Uh, similar to what I do when I'm catching perch, feeling where structure's at, moving it around, that kind of thing, comes into play big there. Again, boat speed's one of those things you're going to have to learn to control and figure out a system on what works best in those scenarios. Personally, I love anchoring on rivers. Uh, I love having current. I love anchoring in it. Not a big fan of the moving boat in it. That If I've got a weakness... Uh, that's what it is as far as a fishing style. Part of the reason for that is we don't have constant flowing rivers where I fish in the southeast. Everything that we've got within four or five hours of here is intermittent flow, and that's what you pretty much learn to fish around here. If you have river current, as we say, it's from a dam release, and uh, that's usually intermittent. It, it happens on a somewhat of a schedule it's on for a while then it's off that whole world presents a whole different ball game and a whole different way of fishing than somebody who's fishing on a major river like the mississippi or ohio or missouri river where there's constant water flow uh they fish that type of world totally different uh if you want advice on that i'd wait for chris souders uh from slunger cats to put out a video or put out a podcast on that because he's much more well versed on that even though most of the videos i watched with him he's uh he's doing a lot of anchoring i love to see some bottom bouncing videos i haven't seen that many of them i haven't seen anybody going to any real detail about it uh, i know bill dance and some of his fishing shows uh, that's kind of the way they're fishing, but they really don't go into any instructional detail in any of it. So, uh, that's a whole nother world out there and a whole different way of fishing for me. Honestly, I consider where I fish easier fishing, uh, to be perfectly honest and, uh, not ashamed to say that I think that fishing on lakes and slower moving rivers, these, uh, reservoir systems, uh, that rivers that have been impounded, uh, I think it's easier fishing. I think it's easier fishing to master, uh, easier easier fishing to master, easier fishing to learn, easier fishing to catch fish on consistently. Uh, that lack of current uh, or just the intermittent current, I just think makes fishing uh, easier to figure out. And uh, 
I may be totally wrong there. I don't know. Maybe it's just because that's the way I learned and I figured it out. I don't know. Uh, I just think it's an easier way to fish. So uh, if you're trying to figure out how to catch catfish and you're fishing from a boat, uh, you're probably going to have an easier time uh, learning to drift and drag uh, doing it on a lake. Uh, one of the things to have, I'll go ahead and tell you this right now, is a way to slow that boat down if you're on a lake. Uh, or a smaller river, and that's going to be some type of drift sock. Uh, some guys use buckets. Uh, basically, what this is, I'll tell you before I go into too much detail, it's like putting a parachute in the water. Uh, if, you, if you know how a parachute opens up, and it catches the air, and it slows you down, this is what a drift sock does, and it's actually shaped like a parachute. Put it into the water, it's like a big bag, it fills up, it's shaped like a parachute, fills up with the water as it's in the water it creates drag it slows the boat down some people especially smaller boats will do this with buckets they'll take five gallon buckets drill some holes in them put them in the water uh you know on a rope behind the boat and that'll help slow the boat down the reason for this is uh you gotta again watch that boat speed and i've got some videos some of my drifting and dragging videos i talk about uh using uh using drift socks and uh, the different ones available. You can buy them at places like Cabela's Bass Pro Shop. If you're going to get serious about it and start fishing some big water, especially you start getting into winds that are 10 mile an hour plus, 15 miles an hour, you're going to want to get a big drift sock. and You're going to want to get an Easterling drift sock. E-A-S-T-E-R-L-I-N. Uh, it's a company down, I say company, it's a family that makes these things. They're down uh, around Santee Cooper, and they make the dr best drift socks available. Big, huge, I've got two of them on my boat, 10-footers. Uh, again, this is part of the fishing culture of Santee Cooper. These people started creating these things to slow down these big pontoons down there, and they are awesome. Uh, they have enabled me to go out in... 15, 20, 25, 30 mile an hour winds and be able to slow the boat down enough to fish. Now, it doesn't make the waves go away, but you are able to slow your boat down. Uh, my suggestion is if you can afford one of those, get one because you are able to make that drift sock in effect smaller by opening the end of it. If not, get you a small one to begin with. Cabela sells a good one. I've got one of their small ones. Uh, they sell a good one. Uh, and I think Drift Control is another company that makes them. Get you a small one, 36-inch, 48-inch, something like that to begin with, and figure out what it's going to take to slow your boat. Um, different boats take different things. If you're in a pontoon boat, it's going to be totally different than fishing out of a John boat, like a Sea Ark or something like that, uh, versus a deep V boat like a Lund or uh, even fishing out of a boat like mine, which is a modified skiff. So they're all going to float different, all going to drift different. So you'll kind of have to play around with that to see what works. Uh, but the bottom line is you're going to need something to slow that boat down as you get into drifting, dragging for catfish. These things also come in handy when you start trolling, believe it or not. As you get drifting and dragging and trolling, all get kind of complicated the further you get into it. There's stuff that we're drifting and dragging that I can't even go into here on a podcast when it comes to following contour lines and a crosswind. It's like graduate level fishing. But as you get into it more and more, uh, if you're like me, as with anything, you, you, you start out, I do anyway, with, you know, this is all I need. This is all I'm going to do. This will be just fine. 
and then I want to make it better and better and better, and then I need more and more and more. So uh, start out basic, start out simple, master those basic skills on drifting, and uh, then you can move up from there. What I would suggest doing to learn more on some of this drifting, now look at some of my videos, uh, some of my videos on YouTube, Dieter Melhorn Fishing. Uh, I talk about drifting, just either go to... Keyword search is probably the best thing. Go into YouTube, type in my name, Dieter Melhorn, and drifting, uh, trolling for catfish. Put in drifting, and I think a lot of good content will come up to where I go over some of this stuff in detail a little bit more about, you know, setup. You can do it with one rod. You can do it with 10 rods. My suggestion is when you're starting, two to four rods. Don't get too many lines out there. That's a whole nother level when you start fishing. Six rods, eight rods, ten rods. Sure, you can do it. You can run out planer boards. But that's a whole nother graduate level of fishing for catfish. That's another step up in the catfish world. And since I've got a lot of people that are kind of new to the sport, that's what I'm going to stay with for a lot of this stuff. And at least for this podcast, we may get into a bigger level, deeper level at some point. But, um, you know, just keep it kind of simple to begin with. Uh, learn all the basics. Learn all the skills. Learn everything that's involved, and then you can step up the game after that. So hopefully that gives you a little info on this catfish lingo. I'm going to try to go over some more of these little terms that get thrown out there. Uh, and I take for granted, I say I take for granted, a lot of us take for granted, oh, somebody knows what I'm talking about when I say drifting for catfish. And I've had some people very patiently sit there and while I'm talking to them and very, very nice, graciously listen to me jack my jaws. And then after five minutes, they go, what exactly is drifting? So we take for granted a lot of times some of this terminology that people don't exactly know. Maybe scared to ask. You feel like, oh, I'm going to sound dumb if I don't know what this is. But listen, uh, nobody comes into this game knowing everything. There's so much stuff. There's so much stuff that's unique to each little type of fishing that uh yeah you got to kind of learn it somewhere so that's what i'm gonna try to do uh go over some of this stuff and get everybody comfortable with the terms and like i said give me your feedback i love to hear it uh love to hear you know your questions comments on stuff and i will try to put them into some podcasts that you folks could listen to we'll catch you on the water